Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, October 18th, in 1931, Al Capone was convicted of tax evasion. Let's examine this. Let's back up a bit. Capone quit school in sixth grade in 1899 and began to associate with the street gang, eventually becoming a member of Johnny Torrio's gang. Capone would follow Torrio to Chicago in 1909 and they both slowly made their way up Big Jim Colosimo's gang. It was good money. Due to prohibition, selling alcohol, let alone drinking it was a crime, so of course Torrio and Capone got involved. They also had legitimate businesses. Cleaning and dyeing field also cultivated influence with public officials, labor unions, and employee associations. And if you think I mean that they just went in there and talked to them, you're wrong. They paid them off. Colosimo's assassination in May 1920 led to Torrio's leadership. Five years later, it was Capone's turn, following Torrio's retirement to Brooklyn after being wounded seriously in an assassination attempt. I don't know about this whole retirement thing because like, it was his job, like that's what he signed up for, that was his business, and he's like, after one really bad serious assassination attempt, he's like, nah, I'm out. Like, did it just hit him then? I digress. With Capone's new power, his reputation grew. I mean, he was already known for being a particularly ruthless enforcer, but his status went to the moon after the Valentine's Day massacre on February 14th, 1929. That day, seven members of the Bugs Moran mob were machine-gunned by rival gang members posing as policemen. They actually would have gotten Bugs, who was walking there, but they jumped the gun a bit. It is generally assumed that the Capone mob was involved, but nobody really knows who ordered the hit. Because on the day of the massacre, Capone was in Florida. He was subpoenaed to appear in front of a grand jury in March, 20, in March of 1929. It, the date was set for March 12th, but on March 11th, his lawyers filed for postponement of his appearance on account of bad health which made the FBI curious. He appeared before the federal grand jury on March 20th and ended his testimony on the 27th. But as he was leaving, he was arrested for contempt of court, a crime punishable by one year in prison and a uh, $1,000 fine. He posted 5,000 and was released immediately, only to be arrested for carrying a concealed deadly weapon in Philly on May 17th, 1929. He was sentenced to one year, but was released in nine months on March 7th, 1930 for good behavior, which is ironic for a gangster. His troubles didn't end there, though. February 28th, 1931, he was again charged with contempt of court and was sentenced to six months in Cook County Jail. Meanwhile, the Treasury had evidence of tax evasion, which he was convicted of today, October 18th, 1931, and sentenced to 11 years, fined $50,000, charged $7,692 in court costs, legal fees, and made to pay $215,000 plus interest on taxes. He never publicly returned to Chicago and died from a stroke and pneumonia on January 25th, 1947.